I like Fridays for so many reasons. Weekends here, bunch of football to watch, get to hang out with my kids. And Nick Constos joins us. It's become a tradition that I love. He is on the line. You know him as the host of You Better You Bet. He's also Odyssey's remarkably talented sports betting insider. And insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also be sure to listen to You Better You Bet, the podcast version, for more of Nick's analysis. It's easy. Search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Good morning, Mr. Costos. What's up, buddy? Bill, what's going on? Happy Football Friday, my friend. What a great time of year in sports. So much good stuff happening. Hockey's underway. Baseball playoffs. NFL, college football. NBA starts on Tuesday night next week. What a time to be alive. I don't know if I've told you this, Nick, but I've never been a hockey guy, and then I went and watched with some friends in New York a Rangers game last year, and since I've lived in New York and my mom's from New York, I just decided blue shirts to become a, a, a Rangers fan. So I'm a Rangers fan now. That's my entry to hockey. Dropped seven goals last night on uh, Mark andre Fleury in the Minnesota Wild, so 2-0 and to start the year. Um, I think I'm going to bet them tonight against the Winnipeg Jets, actually. Uh, I think it'll be Halak and Nets. There's probably way too much hockey talk for this segment, so we can probably get to some other stuff if you'd like. Hey, it's money talk. I'm, you know what? As soon as we get off, I'm putting the Rangers bet in. It's called the Costos move. You say it, I do it. Let's. Um, I'm on. I want to give you the floor and let you choose sort of the games you want to hit and where you see some value. But before that, um, if you will humor me, I am excited in the extreme just to watch the Bills in Kansas City. For me, clearly the two best teams in the NFL. What do you just think in general about the game? And as a result, what are your thoughts on where some money might uh, be placed to try and get some money to come back in this game? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a titanic game for several reasons. It's, it's obviously it's the game of the year in the National Football League, the game of the regular season uh, between what I think is, I don't even really think it's a, it's a question between the two best teams in football. And I don't think there's a question as to which team is the best, and it's the Buffalo Bills. And Buffalo does deserve to be favored in the game, and we can talk about the point spread in a second. But there are, like, far-reaching ramifications um, just beyond, like, the winner and loser of this game where, you know, if Patrick Mahomes outplays Josh Allen and the Chiefs win the game, Patrick Mahomes is going to be your favorite for MVP on Monday morning. If the Bills win and Josh Allen outplays Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen's going to be a bigger favorite for MVP than he already is. You know, the winner of this game, let's say the Bills win, they might go 15-2 and or 16-1. and Like, they might not lose another game. Sean McDermott is 20-1 to right now to be coach of the year. If they're going to go 15-2 or 15-2 and or 16-1, and McDermott's going to get votes for coach of the year. Conversely, if the Chiefs win, like, how many games are they going to lose the rest of the season? They could end up going 15-2. and Andy Reid right now is 40-1 to to be coach of the year. So a lot going on here that is, that is beyond just, like, the winner or loser where obviously could determine who hosts the AFC championship game, assuming both of these teams get there obviously played in an electric divisional round game this past January. Um, as far as this game goes on Sunday, I don't think this is a situation where anyone should look at the line and say, oh, well, the Chiefs are at home. Like, I, how are they underdogs? Well, they're underdogs because the Bills are the best team. And the Bills should be favored on the road in this game. Um, but not by three. So I make Buffalo a one-point favorite in the game. So Buffalo should be favored. But once we got up to three earlier in the week, I mean, that's just like a clear stopping point to me. Where Kansas City plus three, as the kids would say, Bill, is a certified banger. I just feel like it's a great bet. Um, It's not guaranteed to win. The Bills could blow them out, of course. Buffalo's the best team. Just that Kansas City plus three is such a valuable bet. Right now, I think we're mostly hanging out in between like two and a half and three. The number pretty much everywhere is two and a half. If a three comes back in between now and Sunday – I think you got to bet Kansas City plus three, and you'll take your chances with Mahomes as a dog at home where if they lose by a field goal, you don't lose your bet. So Kansas City plus three is where I'm looking in this game to lay my money. 
Nick Costos here on the show. Nick, my eyes bugged out of my head when you told me the the number twenty to one for McDermott to be coach of the year. You're you're right. If if you think Buffalo can win this game or does win this game, to me that scream that's a beautiful. I love that bet. Yeah, I, coach of the year is like a really interesting market, and we'll probably talk Cowboys Eagles over the over the course of this interview. And like, just it's it's kind of mirrors it. Um, the Bill Chiefs game, not in terms of MVP, where, I mean, Jalen Hurts could win MVP, but his fiscal profile is not going to get there. They'd have to go like 16-1. and one. But winner of Eagles-Cowboys on Sunday night has the inside track to be the one seed in the NFC. Like, Dallas, if Dallas wins, they're going to be 5-1 and one with Dak Prescott coming back and a win at the Eagles, and they'll, they'll face the Eagles at their place, obviously, later in the season, presumably with Dak as the quarterback. Mike McCarthy is 20-1 to be coach of the year. Like, we can all make our jokes about Mike McCarthy. If Dallas <laughs> is going to go, like, 13-4 and four and didn't have Dak Prescott for five games at the beginning of the season, Mike McCarthy can absolutely win coach of the year. Nick Sirianni is the favorite right now, and I would actually say, like, he should be one of the favorites. Should Nick Sirianni be, like, plus 150 and Mike McCarthy be 20-1? to one? Just something to think about. Obviously, Philly's a big favorite in the game, likely to win. But I think that's another game that's got major implications on Coach of the Year and in stuff that we'll see as we uh, we head toward the postseason. Yeah, let's talk that game. Let's 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 just dive into it even further. Nick Costos here on the show on Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. Where are you? What are you eyeing? Whether it's it's the total, whether it's the game itself, any props in an Eagles Cowboys game, as you said, is also really really intriguing. See, the thing that makes Cowboys games fun, and I feel like we've talked about this the last like month on the show, is the handicap is extremely subjective. Because I think we still kind of don't know, based on how Dallas plays with Cooper Rush, like what type of quarterback Cooper Rush actually is. He's not better than Dak Prescott. Those conversations were obviously like brain dead. I, I, I never bought into that. But it's just like, how much, how much worse is Cooper Rush than Dak Prescott? Something also to consider here, you know, the Cowboys have really abused opposing offensive lines, whether it was the Giants, you know, whether it was the Bengals, whether it was the Commanders last week against the Swiss Cheese Rams. It's going to be an entirely different beast going up against this Eagles offensive line that looks healthier now than it did earlier in the week heading into this game. So I think it's a pretty subjective handicap. What I can tell you is I make Philly about a five-point favorite in the game. So in between like three-and-a-half and five-and-a-half, the number is six-and-a-half now, and I don't think it's going to stop. I think it's more likely that we see a Philly minus seven than it is like the number comes back down to six or stays at six-and-a-half. So what I am going to do, and again, this is subjective. Like, I think this is my opinion. I bet the Cowboys to beat the Rams last week, and I, I bet them basically every game in the Cooper Rush tenure here. So I've been right a bunch of times. I could be wrong here. I could be way wrong. Philly could blow them out. I, I think that we're a little too far on the Philly side here. So I am going to wait, and I'm going to wait to try and get a seven with Dallas. If it doesn't pop, I'll bet Dallas plus six and a half. Six would be where I would stop with Dallas, but seven is really what I'm eyeing, and I think that'll be a valuable bet come Sunday night. Nick Costos here on the show. All right, Nick, take us where you will. A- any other games that you're eyeing where you've got some real action this weekend? All right, let's start with numbers currently available, and then I can give you some stuff where I think we'll get numbers back. Um, Minnesota's visiting Miami, Bill. Uh, I gave everyone Dolphins minus three last week at the Jets. Uh, little did I know Teddy Bridgewater would get concussed in the first like minute of the game. And now we've got a third-string quarterback playing for 60 minutes. That was fun. Um, it actually was the opposite of fun. It was getting kicked in the junk. Definite losing bet there. But now I think it's an entirely different thing with Skylar Thompson now having a week to prepare as the starter with a really sharp offensive head coach in Mike McDaniel. So now that this number is above three, the Vikings are three-and-a-half-point road favorites at Miami. When I sat down to make my numbers on Sunday night, I, I made three sets. I made what would the number be if Tua Tungabailoa was back? What's the number of Teddy Bridgewater is ready to go? What's the number of Skylar Thompson plays? 
the number for me, if Skylar Thompson were to start in this game, was Minnesota minus three. So Vikings minus three, like I'm on board with that. I think that number's right. Above three, and there's a massive difference again between three and a half and three, I think it makes Miami a valuable home underdog here. So I will actually bet Skylar Thompson, they got have mercy on my soul. I'll take the Dolphins plus three and a half at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, another AFC East team that I will be on this week, um, and we took them a couple weeks ago on the money line to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Jets, if Zach Wilson plays well in this game on the road at the Packers on Sunday, I think the Jets are just going to win the game. Uh, the Jets have a lot more talent on offense than Green Bay does. Obviously, quarterback notwithstanding, with Rodgers, the first ballot Hall of Famer against Zach Wilson. But it's really not close. The Jets have a lot more talent at the skill position players than the Packers do. Now, this could be a game where Zach Wilson throws four interceptions. It's definitely possible. He hasn't done it yet, but it's within the range of outcomes. And Green Bay has a big-time bounce back. So we always acknowledge that, right? Like I gave Steelers money line last week but said they could lose 38-3. By the way, they lost 38-3. So I think the Jets could get blown out here, Bill. But I also think there are instances where if the game's close, I think the Jets are just going to win. So I'll bet the Jets on the money line about plus 260, plus 265 to beat the Green Bay Packers. Just one other quick one right now. If the number comes back, and like we're hovering in the range right now, I actually think we'll get it. Cleveland right now is a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Patriots. I talked to some people in Boston this morning, just like, hey, who do we think is going to play quarterback for the Patriots this weekend? The sense I got, not 100%, so I'm not reporting this, is that Bailey Zappi is going to play this weekend again. And it's not going to be Mac Jones, and Mac will play next Monday night when we get the Bears in prime time again, which is like insane. The Patriots host the Bears. Um, I, I think it will go back to three. I actually think the Patriots are going to win the game. So Patriots plus three, once Zappi is announced as the starter, I think it's a really solid bet coming up on Sunday. Nick, any um, any props that you've already got in that, that you like for the weekend? Uh, let me see here, because I generally don't put my props up in until the weekend. That's what I figured, I'm yeah. Eyeing, yeah. yeah. I'll put I'm, bets I'm in after this the, interview. Yeah, I'm just eyeing the board here to see. Um, well, like, you know, Stephon Diggs over against the Chiefs is going to sound like extremely square. Also, like, don't care at all. Like, absolutely love that. He's, he's going to light up Kansas City, I think, even more. And I think Gabe Davis is going to draw a lot of attention because he had, like, obviously, either, I think he had four touchdowns, right, in the divisional game against the, the Chiefs back in January. Diggs is going to be the guy that I think is going to absolutely shred. And we have seen, we saw with Devontae Adams on Monday night, we have seen, like, number one receivers, like, kind of clock the Chiefs throughout the course of the season. We can run through all the examples, or you can just take my word for it. So, Stephon Diggs would be the one guy that I would look for that I would feel, like, extremely confident. Also, if Chris Olave is going to clear concussion protocol, which we expect, um, he did practice in a limited fashion yesterday, which puts him on track to play on Sunday. His receiving yards prop is probably going to be in like the high 50s, and he's going to go over that on like one reception probably against the Bengals. I, I think he's awesome, and I don't think the market has caught up to it yet. So I don't know what the number is, but I will almost certainly have a Chris Olave over. And the last one here, again, without seeing what the numbers are, but more just like I love this player. Brees Hall, the rookie running back from the Jets, is, like, insanely good. And Michael Carter is really good also in that backfield, but Brees Hall is better. And that's more of a compliment to Brees Hall than an insult to Michael Carter. Um, And Brees Hall last week had, like, a 78-yard reception and had, like, 90 yards rushing. His combined rushing receiving yards prop, I guarantee, is going to be, like, 30 yards too low. That's going to be another one that I'll be looking at, the Brees Hall combined rushing receiving yards over. Nick Costos here on the show. Uh, Nick, you mentioned this at the start of the conversation. MLB playoffs in full swing. College football's intense. NBA's a few days away. Other than NFL, anything else you're eyeing over the next, you know, 24 hours or even five or six or seven days that's worth some time and attention? 
Uh, sure. Yeah. So uh, let's do a little college football for tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to bet Utah against USC. This is like a classic, like just like the line is screaming one way, do the other thing here with Utah with a couple losses this season. Embarrassed last week against UCLA. USC is undefeated. But USC in this one true road game, a road test earlier this season, like probably should have lost on the road in Corvallis against Oregon State. Outgained in the game, ended up squeaking one out at the very end. Now they're going on the road to Utah. I think people will look at this point spread and be surprised to see that Utah with two losses is a three or a three and a half point favorite at home against undefeated USC. Uh, I think Utah handles the Trojans in this game. So I will, uh, I will lay it with Utah in terms of major league baseball. I like my Yankees today for surprise. It's up to minus one fifty five. Can't bet it anymore, but I think the Yankees will beat the guardians. I have a, a series bet on the Phillies. I like the Phillies today with Aaron Nola against Spencer Strider. That game first pitch about four forty PM Eastern time. I'm going to bet the Padres in every game against the Dodgers until either they win or I'm broke. So I'll have the Padres <laughs> coming up tonight in game three against, against the Dodgers. The Padres are sitting at a, at a plus 100 right now at even money. In hockey, I gave you, I like the Rangers tonight. Once it's announced that Yarrow Halak is starting in place of Chesterkin with the Rangers on a back-to-back, Winnipeg will take a little money. So let's wait. We'll bet the New York Rangers. And on opening night in the NBA on Tuesday night, we've got two great games. It's Warriors-Lakers in the first game. And in the second game, in the first game, we've got the Celtics and the Sixers. Um, I want to see where this line goes. Currently, Celtics minus three and a half. I think the Sixers are just going to win the game. So I think I'm probably going to have a bet on the Sixers just to win the game outright on Tuesday on the road at Joe Missoula, the interim coach in the Boston Celtics. Love everything about it. My friend Nick Costos, you are a good dude. Appreciate you, brother. Have a great, great weekend. Appreciate it. Same to you. Wishing you and all your great listeners minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck.